dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal. Straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. You can't make this shit up podcast episode nine, Killer. Yeah, man. Hey, happy to be here, man. This thing is rolling. Rolling along, man. We actually taping this on Memorial Day, man. Yeah, we are, man. Shout out to all my veterans out there. Happy Memorial Day to everybody. Hope y'all enjoying that lazy Monday. And uh, thank you for your service, hey, man. You are a veteran. You're very welcome. Very welcome. Yeah, man. Definitely shouts out to all the veterans. And, you know, remember why this day, why we have this day. It's not just about barbecues and mm. hanging out with the family and catching crazy deals at the mall, even though I did come up on some stuff at the mall <laughs> for that 40% off sale. But uh, <laughs> it is about saluting the veterans, man. And I know a lot of people get confused about Memorial Day and Labor Day. Yeah. Can you break that down for me? <laughs> you are a veteran I mean To my knowledge I ain't the smartest guy in the world So don't judge me Memorial Day is for the veterans I think Labor Day is just for everyone in general Like a, the labor of working The labor of You know just a Labor Day I don't know if that's the right terminology But uh-huh. Labor Day is more so for everyone uh, Okay Memorial Day more military Veteran okay. oriented Well we salute them Because we do live in a big Military town. Yeah. So salute to everybody out there, man. Absolutely. Lots of things popping off last week, man. Uh, Mainly thing we didn't get to last week because we had the homies from the Black Tie in here. The Bad Boy Reunion. Yeah, man. Was it bad that I was periscoping that whole thing? That I was watching somebody periscope and then put it up on my TV? No, because <laughs> I've been following Diddy on Snap for about two, three weeks now. So I've been... Like, I was searching for it, too, just... Bad boy, what well, that was like. I don't want to sound like a horrible person, but growing up with a white mother, I didn't mm. really get into hip hop till later. Okay, <laughs> so like mid nineties, somewhere around there, I started getting introduced to it by the neighborhood kids and all that. But Bad Boy was like the first, first like real, not real, not first, but like probably out of high school or that high school era, mm-hmm. which is the first like group, group that I like really rocked with. Like I. Every bad boy artist I rocked with, you know, the 112 era, the, you know, all that, the early 2000 era of, of bad boy, man, like Mace. I had that. I had that Mace CD. <laughs> Harlem World. Yeah, baby. So double up. I, yeah, I definitely man. rocked with him. I, uh, I was at Wright State when um when bad boy, the family concert came to the Nutter Center. My freshman Ooh. year at Wright State. And uh, who was on it? It was uh, Jay-Z was like an opener. Okay. Him and Dame Dash just up there solo. And I was a big Jay-Z fan. Uh, Shouts out to my homegirl, actually, who got me hip to Jay-Z in high school. She used to play Reasonable Doubt constantly. <laughs> uh, Leslie, she used to play. And she actually got me hip to Jay-Z. So, shouts out to her. But uh, Jay-Z was on the bill. Busta Ryan was on the bill. And, of course, whole Bad Boy yeah, family. Yeah, 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 yeah man. <laughs> it, was, it was dope. And uh, this was, like, you know, after Big had passed and everything like that. And he did victory. And the big silhouette was in the background and everything like that. So just think about, you know, they were in their prime when that was yeah. going on. And now, you know, they've been doing it for over 20 years. And they're actually coming to Cincinnati uh, August 26th. Uh, that's a Friday, too. Yeah. So you know it's going to be yeah. all the way lit. And wanna, I'm definitely in the building. <laughs> I want to ask you a question kind of on that topic. When, 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 when music for you really, like, hits home, like what era of music is like your oh, your man. go-to, your your Saturday morning cleanup doing the di- like what's your go-to era of man. music? Man, I like, see, I'm different, man, because like my mom is an ex-hippie. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I my music ranges goes from, you know what I'm saying, I listen to Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Like my mom and my grandmother uh, you know, made me and my brother listen to classical music when we was growing up as kids. And like you know, when I'm not in a mood to hear some uh, hip hop, you know what I'm saying? I listen to classical music on my drive home from work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I listen to classical music. Uh, my pops is big in the Temptations. So, all that type of stuff. But for me, my pocket, like, it de- all depends on my mood. Yeah. But really, 
to be honest, man, it is the bad boy era. Yeah. Like, that's kind of probably my favorite era because, you know, that's like right when I'm like 18 years old and in college and away from home and just living life and doing my thing yeah. and enjoying life. Uh, So that era, that whole bad boy era for me was... I, I asked you that for two reasons. Number one, real quick, shout out to my wife. Her birthday was yesterday. Happy, happy. Happy birthday to the wifey. Shout out to the SG Rose. I know they be listening, so appreciate y'all. I asked you that because me and my wife in the car, like I have no problem like literally hitting the scan button. Like I'm a radio listener like I, I, more than anything, but I'll hit that scan button and I can scan through the channels of music. And I know a country song. Yeah. I know a soft rock song. Yeah. I, like, I just like, I think that's a part of how I grew up too. I, I didn't really grow up with hip hop until I got into like my teens. So my family, the cookouts involved, you know, getting the guitars out, the keyboard, the drum, like they musically inclined, but it was more country, more, mm-hmm. you know, what they grew up to. So I just like, I like music. But my wife always clowns me because I like, <laughs> how do you know this? How do you know that? How do you know? I'm like, I just like it. I like it all. You know, man, I, like, I love I music, like man. I love music. Uh, as everybody knows, I work at the radio station. And uh, we have at the station, it's not just Hot 1029. We have uh, WROU, what I listen to, Heavy too. Yeah. We have another one of our stations, uh, Hank FM. Not really big in the country music, but our other station, Soft Rock 92.9 at the station. I listen to that a lot. Maybe not listen to like, oh, I can't wait for this song to come on, but I can listen to it and it's always a song of always, yeah. you know, it may not, I have no idea who they are. Right. It's like something that you've heard in movies or heard right. in a commercial. So, you know, that song, or I know it from back in the day, I remember, uh, I can't remember the name of the radio station actually in Cleveland, man, but, uh, they used to play. Cindy Lauper all the time. Mm-hmm. The, the song from the Goonies. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name of the song, but they used to play that all the time. So you think Cindy Lauper, the Goonies, that age I was then, like, good enough. That was the name of the song. And uh, I remember the video, the whole nine, man. So just think how, you know, as a kid nowadays, kids really only listen to hip hop. Yes. But for <laughs> me, I listen to everything. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Whitney Houston songs. You know, of course, uh, Big Luther. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why for me, I asked you that because when I do these weddings, that's the more of like the lane I'm in now. Like, I get hype for these weddings. Like, I used to get hype for Club Cream or Mm -hmm. First Fridays at Michaels and all that era. You know, the Frogs, the MJs. Like a wedding for me, I can get that. Like you said, the the Big Luther. I can get OJs. I can get Heat Wave. I can do all that, and then. I can still hit you with some new stuff if I if I want. I can hit you with some, you know, Usher. I can hit you with some Little John. I can we, we can the range of music is endless at a wedding. Mm-hmm. So for me as a DJ, I get excited because I don't have to just play Panda. I don't right. have to just play Down in the DMs. I don't have to just you know what I'm saying. I can I can play fifty years of music and the twenty year old that's there and the grandma that's in her 70s mm-hmm. are bopping to the same song because like th- some of that music is just timeless and know? people come to a, a wedding reception to have a good time absolutely you know what i'm saying you go to a club you don't know what some people's <laughs> intentions right. they could make just be there to try to take some home or they could be there to start some shit and shout shout to the frasers man i did a wedding last night for nick and sheree frazier and uh her sister stopped me and uh, told me she'd been listening to the podcast. And that What's was happening? Miss Marcellus. So shout out to you. You did a great job on that toast, by the way. Had me cracking up. Had a low-key tear in my eye. So, But shout out to them. And last night was a great turn up. So I enjoyed it. And I appreciate y'all. So. Absolutely. And also with the Bad Boy Reunion, I heard that uh, the Day 26s of the world, the Danny D. Canes of the world, and the B5s of the world mm. are upset that they ain't on the bill. You didn't really make him that money. You didn't. <laughs> those artists like yeah, Carl those... Thomas, 12, 112, yeah. Total, Faith. Yeah. They brought Ooh. in the big bucks. I know that show going to be. <laughs> I even saw they had, um, oh, what's the dude's name? Uh, I can't think of his name right now. Oh, I can't think of his name. The uh, dude that sung, uh, not the lock dude. I might have to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> no edits. It's all good. Keep it rolling. Anyway, it was it was it's, it's some artists that that's some like some one hit wonders from that era yeah. that Mario Winans. 
Yes, that might be. What I don't want to know. Yes, yes, there yes. we go. See, I told you, man. Yes, because I'm a dictionary of useless <laughs> I, knowledge. I, man. I've been watching the uh, the revolt a lot because mm-hmm. I know he's gonna have a lot. He, oh man, they've been showing some like just some like backstage stuff a little bit here and there, and I just I'm, I'm excited. I might have to get some tickets. It's probably gone by now, but I, I'm gonna try to get some tickets. I know a guy. Oh, <laughs> shout to the plug. Shout out to the plug. Shout I know to the a guy. plug. I know a guy that can, <laughs> that can. Get you taken care of, man. Mm, I need some of those. Yeah, man. And uh, you had a, a crazy weekend, man. You was out basically every day this weekend, right? Yeah, man. It's uh, that time of year for me. Uh, I did uh, Friday night. I uh, got up with some friends. We went over some music. Saturday, graduation party. I did a taste Saturday night. Sunday, I had a wedding. Today podcast and next week we're gonna do it all again. I got black tie on Friday. I got graduation party Saturday, black tie Saturday night. So it's, it's You're a busy time. dude, man. Hey, blessed to be wanted. Hey man. <laughs> and uh speaking of that uh quality black tie, <laughs> shouts out to DJ OPZ, shouts out to my brother Curtis Man. Shout to Phil Nicks for getting me this suit together. I'm like, Woo! <laughs> Wait till y'all see this thing. This boy gonna be clean, man. <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm still working on my fit for the uh for the white party, man. I, I haven't haven't it's not I, there yet. Only thing I need to get is some all white shoes, and I can't decide what I want. Okay. I kind of want them Elevens, but them gonna be hard to get. So you be I, you be good, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. But uh, yo, man, the black tie. This the week is here. You know what I'm saying? Think yeah, about it. It's yeah. today is Monday. Official events and, kick off and on Friday. Four days away. Like the excitement. I can tell it's starting to grow. The, the trash talk about the space tournaments, and the, <laughs> I can see all the you know the interest. And I'm just excited for them, man, for not even going to Wright State, but being raised in this community. I'm happy for Wright State to have something for the black community to come out, family oriented, you know, fun, and gonna be a turned up. Like they got they got crazy numbers for this weekend. Like when you Absolutely. see how the city gonna react this weekend to this, I'm telling you. Next year gonna probably be double. Next year gonna be crazy. Too. I was thinking about this. I was talking to wifey about this. We're gonna have an event. Like we're really gonna have an event for us in the city that's gonna bring people back. Think about that. We have it's gonna obviously bring revenue to the city. Absolutely. You know hotels, hotels, restaurants. restaurants, you know. Shoot, you know somebody ain't got their fit yet that's coming from out of town. Oh, like, yeah. man, I'm going to just stop at Fairfield to go cop yeah. me a fit from Macy's or <laughs> right. whatever. All right, I'm going to go blah, 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 do this. So you're bringing revenue to town. And for me, just from the outside looking in, it's going to make all the other, you know what I'm saying, clubs slash uh, promoters step their game up. Oh, yeah. Because when they see the turnout and – you know that term "grown and sexy" that got stomped into the ground. Man, this is the real yes. definition of "grown and sexy" this coming weekend. I man. was talking with my wife, man. We have been like literally excited <laughs> to dress up to do something with our era of people that is gonna be fun, gonna be you know not worried about what's going on in the city and who got beef with who and who doing what. Like it's just gonna be. A whole bunch of what I this is what term I use people with goals. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of folks with goals coming together to have a great time, and it's going to be epic. I know it is. Like I, well, I was talking to the owner of the Taste when I was there Saturday night. The Taste is going to look different to y'all when y'all come in there. Like they, really? they are gutting it out. Every table that can go is pretty much going. From my understanding, y'all getting some breaking news. <laughs> They're going to have the tent. They breaking news on the pod, <laughs> damn it. They're going to have a tent out there, so it's going to be a tent, you know, where it's going to be a, a whole other vibe in there. It, it's, and then the Lish is going to be a turn up, so it's like, it's low-key. It, not low-key. It's a takeover. <laughs> it's a takeover. And That's and, a good phrase, yeah, man. It's a takeover. Because think about it. It's, it's not only at Taste. It's at Delish. So, you know... They got you spinning. They got O spinning. They got Tay over at Delish. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it really is a takeover, man. man. And to think about the numbers that they're going to do to say, you know what? We can't just do this at one place. And one thing y'all not even about to realize, and this is something that no one thinks about but probably DJs. DJ Doc Strange. I was going to say that. Is bringing equipment and sounds that you haven't heard in these places. There's going to be sound in these places. It's going to sound different. It's going to be louder. It's, it, the, uh, the, the whole event is so methodically thought out. 
from Kurt and O and Nick and all the other people involved that this event, man, I'm, <laughs> if I had a mic to drop, I would drop it right now already. Like, it's going to be amazing. If you don't have tickets yet, please visit blacktieweekend.com. Yes. And uh, get get more info there. Get your late tickets. You might have to spend a couple extra dollars. It's gonna be worth. But it. it's either that or that Sunday morning Facebook picture show. You're gonna get. <laughs> you're gonna wish you was there. So absolutely, and the white party too. You yes. know, uh, you can still get tickets for the white party uh, on Friday yeah. at uh, yeah. the door at Delish or at Taste. You know, uh, it's a, going up, man. There's a lot of pre-sale tickets for Friday, all white parties. So if you are paying at the door, I strongly, strongly suggest you get out of your date in cool zone and don't show up at 12. Don't do it. You're going to have do to it probably to come about 9, 30, 10 o'clock if you want to cash your way in. Because if you show up at what I call nigga time, <laughs> you're going to be outside. Uh, maybe at the tent or around the tent, but you're not going to be able to I get was inside. talking to Kurt about that. <laughs> I was like, because I'm helping them at the... Uh, the meet and greet yeah. on Friday up at the schoolhouse. And I was like, yo, man, what time is a good time to show up? Because, you know, we got a table and all that good stuff. On Friday, he was like, uh, yeah, you might want to get there at like 1030. <laughs> like, just to make sure. <laughs> I was like, for real? He's like, dude, like, you good. But, <laughs> you know, to avoid a lot of the monotony, Cause you know it is two events, yeah. you know, and you know, what I'm saying the heads of the snake, so to speak, are O and Kurt. So mm-hmm. you know that normal, like, hey, where Kurt at? They good? Come on! It's like I may be doing something else, exactly. And, you know, so it's like, yo, to make sure you're good, <laughs> right? So I told wifey, hey. <laughs> we gotta like be start the gotta, start yeah. the process <laughs> an hour before you normally do. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. My wife, man, she had me laughing. She was uh she was looking at dresses, you know, we're having our third child here mm-hmm. in August, so she's gonna be the one that's pregnant there for sure. But she was trying out, you know, some dresses and her options and like she literally like I was working on music. And she literally like tried to drop it on some turn up. Like she's just <laughs> she don't even care. I'm like, you gonna be at the trying to do all that? She like, I mean, hey, hey, I'm hey, I'm ready. That's Black Tie Weekend. That's how she's been saying. So she's she's super excited. I'm excited to be a part of it. I don't know what else to say. It's gonna be it's gonna be amazing, man. It, man it's not it's not gonna be what any other event in Dayton has seen for our community since we've been grown. I'm just gonna say that we, we've had some amazing events in the city. Absolutely. No shade to anyone. We've had some amazing events. This event is just going to be on a different level, just on the amount of things going on. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the white party Friday. Don't forget all the all you Rice State students. You know, you got the welcome at the school. You got Absolutely. the, the uh, all the Greeks. They're doing a, a pregame with the Greeks at the hotel across mm-hmm. the street, the Holiday Inn. Saturday, McIntosh Park. Ooh. That's for the community. So you can be just a listener that want to just come out. It's going to be, I think, 12 to 5, Macintosh Park. Yep. It's going to be everything from games to three-point shootout. Three-point shootout. To strolling to just a great time, man. And then Cornhole going to be out there and all that. And then you're going to have the black tie, the signature event, black tie at the Kettering Towers, Racket Club, top floor, tallest building in the city. Epic views, epic night. That's, that's man. So as everybody knows, is listening to this pod. <laughs> we plugging that. <laughs> uh, no, 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 not that. That that that's definitely we plugging that. But I have a small issue with the black tie. Not the black tie, folks. Of course, them family. Hashtag boo that man. Boo that man. My man, RDP. He's getting hitched the next day. You know, which is a great time. You know. A lot of people going to go to the black tie, and then that night they can come to the wedding. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I'm not going to be able to attend the black tie affair. So, the wife. I, I'll FaceTime you, bro. Yeah, please do. <laughs> hey, everybody, make sure y'all uh, taking lots of pics for the gram, because I'm be I'm be watching on the gram. Wifey got dress one in the mail. Then she got dress two in the mail. And then yesterday, uh, my moms came down. And so we went down to Liberty City that down there. Then we went to the outlet. We was at the green. So they drove me ragged yesterday <laughs> shopping. So she's got like five options for the black tie, the white party. And then also she got some options for the wedding on Sunday. More of the story is I'm not going to be able to go to the black tie event. I'm very salty about that. 
but it's all good. So what me and the homie have decided to do, since he does live downtown, we are going to do what we call hit that let out. <laughs> hit that let out. We hitting the let out. For those <laughs> that may not know what the let out is, my boy AP knows exactly what the let out is. You get fresh as you can. What we used to do, we had no money. Summertime in the summer, right? Stay. Zero dollars. We come together with zero dollars. <laughs> we get fresh and go to the club when it's letting out. <laughs> Hence the let out. So, we hitting that let out at the black tie and posting up. So, uh, I ain't going, but I'm going. Right. You're going to see my face at some point. But I'm going. That's, that's funny. That's, 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 that's going to be uh, the, the crowd outside that's gathering around around you. Yeah. Where you been, bro? Exactly. All sweating man. and drunk. Yeah, so. man. I know it's going to be so epic, man. I just can't wait for that, man. You ready for this game seven tonight? Man, listen. Game seven, Golden State, OKC, OKC. I do, what did you think about game six? Choke job or did Golden State take it from him? The way Clay was playing and carrying the load for them and then for them to be down how they were in the fourth, I got I to gotta say choke job. Just just on the, on the strength of it seemed like the turnovers, the ill-advised decisions—it was just—it was a lot of not not proper, not good game management with whatever lead they had. I don't remember. It was, I think it was like eight with five minutes or something like that. And and Westbrook turned the ball over late, and it just. But Golden State—they had nothing else to do. They had to go. They had you know this that was it for them. So I, I think when you had that lead, you know three one. And then coming home three two, mm-hmm. you just kind of feel like hey, we got it in the bag. Yeah, we they had it's it over. in the bag. It's over. Yeah, I heard. I heard the announcer say they got they had Garth Brooks on deck. The thunder <laughs> thunder roll. So, but nope, <laughs> not so much. Yeah. Me, I am in the credit giving business. Uh-oh. I give credit when credit is due, man. I give I give Golden State the credit, man. I I look at that game and look how lucky. OKC was because Curry was getting open a lot in the first half yeah. and he was missing. But Clay was there hot yeah. to keep them close the whole game. You know, the league, league got up, but he was always always in that 10-point yeah, range. It was still we manageable. Know, yeah, you know, 10 points ain't nothing in the NBA. And uh, when, when Iguodala stripped Westbrook, then he stripped KD, mm-hmm. then he stripped uh, West, I mean KD again on a bad pass, and then that outlet and Clay hit that three ball in transition. I was like, these motherfuckers really about to take this game, dog. I was like, yo, <laughs> yeah, slow it, wait, <laughs> hold it, run a play, quit trying to go high pick and roll, pull up J, man. Yeah, run and, a play, man. Right, exactly. Run a play, dog. I was about to say that you got to run offense, like. Especially at this point of the season, you can't just give me the goddamn ball. Watch this. You know, you're playing the same team, and if if you have any type of basketball knowledge, and your coach has any type of basketball knowledge, you're gonna come up with ways to make your chances better to win. Make uh, Adams hit a ten footer. Make mm-hmm. you know, make somebody else do something. So I think with the coaching. When you on offense, I even hate like not. I hate seeing like offense is kind of the last six, five, four minutes. They kind of like shot clock down to ten, twelve. Uh, let's go! Like, just keep going. Like, so what? You score with fifteen left on the shot clock. Like, you're you're just working. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I hate that high school mentality of let's just run the clock four out. Four corners. Yeah, back. I hate that. So bad for business, man. Yeah. They uh, what I thought they should have did. A lot of people. Laughing me for this because uh, everybody knows how that uh, Andre Robertson is not an offensive player. He's there to play defense. Yeah. But in this series, he's had a 17 point game. He's had a 10 point game. You know, he's been making shots and making plays. In the first half, he was killing on that that baseline cut. Yeah. Like yo, just keep running him down that baseline. They're 
they're leaving him open. <laughs> right. I mean, they're leaving him open for a reason, but he's not going to miss a layup in a dunk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he, he better not be in the league. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, man, just, just give him the ball on that cut, man. They missed him a couple times on that cut, man. Yep. They were just, I mean, but you can't take anything like I feel away. like sometimes Westbrook, the great player he is, he gets into this, like, I want to take over. But at the same time, KD kind of want to take over. You'll see KD clapping for the ball, and then like that that hesitation of like, or like they didn't give me the, like. You'll see some of that. The bad to where, body language. Yeah, to where that hesitation costed you them two steps on that cut that you probably could have got open on on the face, you know, whatever. And I, they gotta stay in the moment, man. Like mm-hmm. whoever whoever's running, whoever's hot, whoever whatever's working. Hey, keep it. this is this is it. Like this ain't no tomorrow. You got to hey, let's go. I don't even know who I want to win. Yeah, I just want it to be a good game. I don't yeah. want no thirty point win. Nah. I don't want no, I, I want it to be a hard fought, you know, game. So unfortunately, I think it's gonna be a go to stay blowout. Everybody That's what normally that. happens, man. It, it is, but you gotta think too, man. Like they the three one thing. You know, even though it's, it made it to game seven. Pressure cooker, pressure cooker, pressure cooker. Everybody is saying it's over, Golden State. It's over, Golden State. If 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 Clay or Steph or somebody having a bad game, or if the refs get involved, the refs have been <laughs> they've been they've been active. You know, conspiracy been active. theory. So you got you got to make sure you're you're uh, you're giving it all because this is it. So this is hey man. If I really had to think though, I mean, I. You feel like Golden State is gonna win. Absolutely. You feel that way. Well, shoot, we felt like okay. See, that's my win point. That's three how days. <laughs> when it was three one, everybody oh, was. Steph is overrated. Steph is this like let that man just be a good scorer for now, mm-hmm. and let's just have a game seven. Like, and I mean, <laughs> hey, they people rag on his defense, and they like, oh well, he get a whole bunch of steals. There's a reason why he got two steals at the end of the game. Yeah, he stole it. <laughs> two inbound passes, dog. <laughs> right. That's something. Yeah. And then in game that's, that's effort uh, on defense. <laughs> game five, he had a strippy on KD. Yep. May want to just dial it back and just, <laughs> hey, man, we just come here to play good basketball. <laughs> Both teams play hard and play some ball, man, right. because you don't, I mean, think about this. KD, especially KD, his reputation is on the line tonight because they're going to put all this on him. Yeah. Like, they're not going to put it on Ibaka. They're not going to put it on Adams. They're going to put it on Waiters. They're going to put it on KD first, Westbrook second, then uh, Coach Billy Donovan third. It was like, how could you blow a lead like this? How could you do that? How could you do this? And uh, all that where he's going to go in the offseason, free agency talk is going to come up again. They're going to be like, all the people in D.C. probably happy. Like, yeah, go go to state. Maybe you can come home to D.C. Yeah. You know the rumors about him going down to uh, San Antonio, going to spark back up. So I mean, it's he, a lot going, of riding on tonight. K- KD's going somewhere. Really? KD, if they lose this game, KD is going somewhere. Really? Cause I, for one, when that money come into play, I don't care how rich you are. If it's more rich than what you are now, <laughs> that 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 helps you make a decision. Absolutely. <laughs> I've always said he ain't going nowhere. I always thought that he's going to sign a two-year contract with that uh, player option after one year so him and Westbrook are free agents at the same time. So they could both max out at the same time and stay with OKC or they can go their separate ways. Because when I was thinking back to the first round when they played the Mavs and Cuban just said, well, they only got one superstar in KD. KD's always defending Westbrook in his style of play. You know, it just seems like they they truly view themselves as brothers. And I was like, man, I don't think they can he'll leave yet. But, but they got, blow a three one lead. <laughs> I just took a quick peek at the free agency list. Uh-huh. I mean, you got Whitehead, Whiteside from uh the Heat, LeBron, of course, Durant. I mean, like there's some there's some names out here. Al Horford, Dwight Howard. Like there's gonna be a chance to form something of the what the term is used as the big three. It's gonna that's just the way the NBA is thinking right now. I that's know all the, the Lakers fans really want that to happen. <laughs> hey, and, and that's another. I mean, Lakers got some dough. They got a lot of dough. <laughs> now that uh Mr. Twenty Four has yeah. hung them up. Right. So I think 
I, to to offer someone L.A. number one. I know that's your, I know that's your spot. <laughs> that's my spot to offer you L.A. and be the man there. Hey. That's a hard, uh, hey man, and, and this is coming from somebody that spent four years in Lawton, Oklahoma, too. <laughs> so I know Oklahoma City just as well as I know LA. So I know both of them cities quite well, and one definitely outweighs the other. Oh, man. <laughs> well, it's going to be interesting tonight. Who you got? Man, I want to say Golden State because of my light skinned brethren, <laughs> but I, I feel like. I feel like OKC is going is going to shock the world because everybody gets into that groove of like it's over, it's over. Go to state, be back home. You know, I think OKC like pissed, like we we can't let this happen. So I think I think Durant. I think go, that's going to be the downfall. Durant going to go for about forty tonight. I think. That's I think that's going to be the downfall. I think a part a player like KD can hold his composure, but I don't think Westbrook's going to be able to hold his composure. I think he's going to be like, we got to win, we got to win, yeah. and that. That, and don't and don't that let them Tasmanian get down. devil speed is gonna run his ass into the backboard or some shit, man. Now, <laughs> if, if they're playing from the bottom up, Golden State probably got this. But if Golden State is chasing them, I don't think they're gonna let that happen again. They gonna they gonna make this happen. So well, we lie. I'm definitely locked in. By the time uh, y'all listen to this, y'all gonna know who won. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. You're gonna know who's right and who's wrong. Do you know when game two is for the finals? Game, is that, is I that, believe that game two is Saturday. Hallelujah. That black tie gonna be woo! And the gang gonna be uh, I just had to I just, yeah. I just had to check because I believe it's I, Saturday. Thursday and twenty two Thursday. Thursday, Thursday yep. game one. So yeah, it probably is Saturday. I was wondering if it was gonna be Sunday, but they usually do the first two back like yeah, they normal off. and then it's still I believe. Is it so. is it is it two three two or is No, it? it's a two two, two. one one. Yep. Okay. They switched it yeah. after uh last year, I believe. Yeah. yeah, man. So Cavs are already in it. Yeah. I know we got into a debate yeah, we about did. Mr. Irving. The, the same the same strip you talked about Steph doing. I've seen I have seen Irving do that too, but just not he the, on the, that the, caliber player. When I reevaluated my Facebook post, <laughs> I didn't want to be petty and just delete it. I, I I let it stay. But after reevaluating, I feel like Kyrie is close to a top five player. But I do see the the the, the comment of the turnovers. The assist, the you know, getting getting players and he LeBron kind of does that for them, right? And I think when Curry, I mean when uh, Irving gets that get that ball, I think knowing knowing how much of a you know ball handler he is, he is and, hot sauce. Yeah. He is the NBA hot sauce <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, he can he can he can give it to you at any time, and it's just a matter of is that the right option for what's going on because a lot of times with the way Fry is playing with the with the wake love and you know if all of them are playing together even Jefferson off the bench mm-hmm. I mean like very surprised by his yeah, effort Jefferson has been has been attacking the basket you yeah know, I think it, it's it, Arizona again <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like he back in what 2000 yeah with the Nets <laughs> <laughs> so I'm definitely rooting for the Cavs, man. I, I would love to see Cleveland Absolutely. get this hump off their back. Absolutely. Like I said before, man, I tweeted this out. I love the tribe, the Cleveland Indians. I tolerate the Cavs. I hate the Browns. The reason, main reason I root for the Cavs is because I want my grandma to see a championship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, I really want my grandma to see. Not for all these LeBron sicko fans. And, I mean... Me like, and Mr. Irvin. When, when you think about just 50 year, 50, 50 plus years, I think like 51, 50 years of not that feeling in that city that has major sport teams. And you got mm-hmm. baseball, you got basketball, you got football, you got, do they have a hockey team? Nah. No, no hockey. Cleveland Monsters is the uh, hockey team. So, shouts out to the Monsters. Like the they're in the Bombers, uh, huh? Yeah, they're in the um, whatever league of the hockey but just, uh, just final, too. Even the big, the big three, we'll yeah, call the real, them. I mean, real deals. Like, it's amazing that that's going on. I mean, and, and look at, like. And the tribe is in first place, yeah, by the way. I, that's where I was headed. <laughs> look at the Indians and how they. Let's go. Oh. Mm. Gotta love it, man. I mean, it's a lot of things popping in Cleveland. Yeah, um, I, think, I think this. I think things are going. I think the Browns are going to be nice this year. I mean, I think. I don't know about that. I mean, <laughs> I'm telling you. Listen, I, I I think with. I know you hate the Browns. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a Browns fan either by any means. Go but, ahead, Bengal fan, defend the Browns. 
I think getting rid of Manziel. Oh man, <laughs> cocaine. Yes, you got to get that get that gone. And I think they got some players that that that, that want to play together. You know, and it's just going to come down to the coaching. I mean, you got a good coach. They got you know a good coach now. Hugh Jackson definitely did his thing uh, when he was coaching with the Raiders. You know what I'm saying? He had Terrell Pryor back then. You know, obviously did his thing helping Andy Dalton yes. uh, his past season with your Bengals. Yes, and yes. I, and cool people, people say this, like, ask me, how can I say this coming from a Steelers fan? I truly did believe the Bengals, if Andy Dalton wasn't hurt, I thought they would have made the Super Bowl. That's just from my outside looking yeah. in. But, you know, he broke his thumb. Yeah. And I mean... Real talk, just for another point from the outside looking at, man, A.J. McCarron is about to be the biggest trade prospect since, Oh yeah, uh, I don't know, but <laughs> he's going to be a big trade prospect and, and for I, y'all, man. I really believe, man, Hugh Jackson, this is why I said that I was going to get to my punchline, Hugh Jackson, if RG3 can stay healthy, will come <laughs> up with a game plan to at least get them out of last place. You know, they're going to be fighting for eight wins, nine teams. Well, you know how that AFC North is, if baby. RG3 can stay healthy. Because RG3, even though he's he's been banged up for, what, two, mm-hmm. if not three years now? Well, I mean, he had a whole year off. <laughs> so I think he's he going to be hungry. He's going to be in a new environment. The coach, Hugh Jackson, is a great football mind. I just, I just feel like our division, man, is is gonna be one of the top ones. Always but, is, always as long, is. As long as baby. Baltimore is, is, is Ray Rice gonna get to get to come back? Is he, <laughs> is he, is he trying to get back home? Because I think Baltimore, man, they, they're the ones that I think every year they seem good on paper. Man, in the last couple, they've been fighting for third or fourth place. Get them so. out of here. Get them out of here, <laughs> so man. I, I ain't, I'm I ain't. looking football season is my time, so right around the corner, looking man. Forward to that. Speaking of football, I'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> <laughs> I read this story from T-Pain. He says Lil Wayne and Birdman used to bet on Madden. Nothing big, right? You know what I'm saying? Huh? Your whole boys, you load up Madden, you put a couple dollars down. Reasonable, right? Yeah. You know, we may bet ten dollars right. since they have a lot more money than us. <laughs> They're betting ten k. Okay, maybe seems a little outrageous, a little crazy. Not for me. Here's the crazy part: they're not playing the game; they're letting the computer simulate the game <laughs> to see who wins for ten thousand dollars a game. Wow! Thoughts? <laughs> Flip a coin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> yeah, man. Can I can I get five of that for my retirement fund? I mean, something. I mean, it's that's when you think about that, man. That just shows how, how, how rich people really are. Like, but but why? Niggas. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yes. That's the most nigga my, shit I ever heard in my life. Me and my friend in high school, when we was probably, I mean, not high school. When Sagan's was out, so that was probably like junior high. We would have, you know, I invite him over, spend the night. We'll raid my mom's uh, quarter jar, mm-hmm. take rolls of quarters apart. We would probably have twenty dollars in quarters each, and it was like poker. Like I'm betting five, fifteen quarters this time, you know, right? You matching me or not? You know, fifteen it is, and we would play. You know, that's like three dollars, man. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all betting ten stacks? Ten stacks, yo. On simulate? <laughs> on a sim- you're not even controlling what's going <laughs> on, yo. That's crazy to me. I did not hear that. that like, was- yeah, man, you're not even, you just letting the computer like, oh, oh, oh. no, never, <laughs> never. If I'm betting, I'm involved. Like, I have a real good friend, Kelly. He, uh, he, he's big into the sports lines and, you know, he's always said, I wouldn't take that bet. They're, uh, they're on a back to back. They just played in. Play the Lakers, now they're playing Denver, according to the spread, blah, 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 blah. That's a bad bet. You know what I'm saying? He's into that type of stuff. And he's made a couple dollars doing that stuff. But that's never been my wave, mainly because I can't, I have zero control about what's going to happen. Right. I have some type of control with $20, $100. <laughs> right. These guys dropping 10 stacks on Simulate Go. 
That's, so I wonder if they're actually <laughs> watching the game, like as it's played, or are they just hitting the simulate button and then it's just boom, just boom, high, boom, boom, twenty to twenty-four. <laughs> they probably just high as shit. They probably got it on like ten minutes, quarters. They watching <laughs> it like it's a real NFL game. They probably are. Oh my god, that would be even crazier. <laughs> like, you're really wasting an hours. hour <laughs> yeah. watching that. Jesus. <laughs> no wonder Wayne indebted this man. Well, no. No wonder he can hold Wayne's money, man, because he's dumb. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, if he's dumb enough to be betting his money on the game, a simulated game, of course he ain't reading that contract all the way through. <laughs> right. Jesus. <laughs> I wanted right. to ask you, too, is if we, my question I have for you also, this whole Cincinnati Zoo incident that happened. That is on my list. <laughs> I just wondered your thoughts, man, because... If y'all for y'all, those that don't know, there was a child. I think he was about three years old, four years old, four year old boy. Yep, got uh, into the gorilla uh, exhibit area and fell into it. And this gorilla came and was pulling him around, helping playing him with him. Yeah, like, but looked like almost like playing, but slash protecting. Like yeah. the gorilla kind of got you know like he was getting aired, like seeing what was going on, moving the baby or whatever. They had a decision to make. Mm-hmm. Do we try to tranquilize or get this gorilla out of here and get this kid, or do we shoot and kill this gorilla? My thoughts on it is if you tranquilize an animal, they don't just fall. Right. And if they do just fall, there's a chance he would fall on that on, child. Yep. So tranquilizing the animal, and it doesn't end like anyone. If I gave you something that in 15 minutes was going to have you out, and you didn't want to be out. Yeah, you're going to be agitated. You're going to be, what is going on? Why do I feel this way? So now the gorilla is angry. Mm-hmm. So running around, who knows doing what to this rag doll of a child that he could do at he or she, whatever the gorilla was, but could do. So the only option that I felt was if the gorilla is not responding to whatever commands they had to get the gorilla in certain places, the child needs to be protected. Right, so you gotta shoot the gorilla. That that's that's how I feel. So, but I've been seeing such mayhem, and it's like I saw my my boy Brandon McKinney made a comment about like the horses and horse races when they do something, yeah, they break their leg. They they're no longer them. useless. They're useless to humans now. <laughs> to that to that you know they it's like they make the decision in minutes up. Glue factory, and maybe you know I'm not a horse mind, but maybe that's something that they can't live with for a long period of time. Or, but I've seen horses with like broken leg cast on before, so mm-hmm. it's like which 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 is it? Can we help this horse or not? So, your thoughts? My thing was when I first heard about it, I was like, what? Because I just was at the Cincinnati uh, Zoo. Maybe was it last summer or the summer before that? And, and like you see the lions, and you like man. And where the Cincinnati Zoo is, it just like kind of pops up out of nowhere yeah. in the town. <laughs> yeah. So I'm we're down there, we're driving, and we pop up, and I was like, oh, we're here. Wow. So anyway, we're in there, we check it out, and I'm just like, man, this is pretty cool, man. We got wild animals in there and everything like that. For the kid, they said, hey, mom, he, somebody said they overheard him say, mommy, I want to go pet the gorilla monkey or whatever. He's like, no, you're not. And then next thing she know, he slid down there and went down there. Brave little dumb little bastard, by the way. Uh, <laughs> right. But unfortunately, I agree, man. I mean, it's sad to say, man, that gorilla wasn't doing nothing besides being a gorilla. Exactly. <laughs> That's the part that sucks about the situation. But, you know, you can't think it from a business standpoint as, you know what I'm saying, you can't have an incident like that happen to a child at a zoo. Yeah. Because, you know, there's zoos all over the place, everything like that. So you can't just have a incident like that happen, yeah. man. So the, you got to take the gorilla out, unfortunately, man. And a part of it, too, a bigger question is parenting. I mean, like, I, 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 now I didn't read the story fully, so I might have some of my facts wrong. But I heard there was other kids that she was like, she was there with some you know family and friends mm-hmm. and maybe got distracted. Yeah. I'm a parent. I get it. But. I don't really get distracted when I'm somewhere with my kids that <laughs> something could happen. You know, and, and out, just out. You know, I might be talking to you, but every five seconds, I'm, you know, making sure there's, you know, what's going on. And mm-hmm. it's like, how do you let your child get away from you to the point where they fall in? Right. How is that even an option from a zoo standpoint that people can fall into something like that? Like, 
why have rails instead of fences or why not have both or why you know like some of the some of those things are are more of a topic for this as well than just the fact that unfortunately they had to kill a gorilla right i mean at the end of the day if it was your child would you, would you be like ah, i killed a gorilla ah, i kill my son you know like of course choice you're gonna make of course right. you're gonna say kill a gorilla yeah, my thing was I, I always laugh at the parents who have the leashes on their kids. <laughs> but as you think about it, you know your kid. If that, you if that know is your needed. kid is mischief <laughs> and likes to do shit and don't pay attention. Like if your kid say, "Yeah, hey, I'm gonna go check it out," I'm gonna, he can go and check it out. Though I guess those type of kids need them leashes on. Get yes. your ass over here! <laughs> like <laughs> I, I hate them things myself, and me being a big boy. I can still sprint a good 200 yards and still be effective. So I don't need a leash if I need to run and get my child. But for like my mother, she had one of those when my oldest was probably like two or three, you know, just a baby that just want to go, 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 go. So for her, she had it. I hated it. I never went with her anywhere <laughs> while she was using it. But like some kids that don't, that need more training and, and and be taught how to listen and, and, and come here and all that like if your kid is like that hey get you a leash <laughs> I mean <laughs> bottom line at the end of the day you're here to raise a child you, right. you buy the child in the world and whatever you need to do to make sure this child has opportunity to grow up <laughs> should be done if, if that's needed it's, it's the same I mean not the same but it's on the same lines of like when we grew up with the with the with the full front row seat, no seat belts. Right. <laughs> Accidents happen, kids flying through windows, everybody's hurt. What happened? Seatbelt law. I mean, like, hey, <laughs> it's kind of like that. I mean, things have to change. We didn't grow up with leashes in, in our era, but these kids might have to. Man. <laughs> Cocaine's it, a powerful drug it, in the 70s. A lot of you must. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> different era of children. <laughs> man, it's funny you talk about that seatbelt law, man. My grandmother, when she used to take me and my brother uh, to Punderson Beach when we were kids, uh, she had a blue Chevy Nova, leather seats. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my older brother was sitting in the front as we drive out there. We go out to the beach for a whole day, come home, and, you know, ah. You know, Chevy Nova, horse, and air it out. Because it was that boy, man. And we get in there, the seat still be hot or whatever. And I woke up, and like, it's this turn. They know, ah, boy. You gotta come, man. It used to be used to almost luster, man. Shouts out to my grandma. She got two shots out today, man. Shouts out to her. Yeah, man. It's, it's crazy, man. Speaking of craziness, T.I. had a show in New York. And the homie... Troy Ave. Now I've been number, number Troy one. You, you know his name. Yeah. So that's that's strike number one. I man, I rocks with Troy Ave. Well, rocked with Troy Ave. Uh, I believe that his uh, New York City the album was I borderline classic material. I really like that album. And uh, once I heard it, I always heard of him. Really never met, rock with him. When I heard the album, I used to tell people like, "Yo, man, get this joint a shot, man. This is pretty dope." Like. It's it gives you that New York feel, that early two thousands dip set of uh, yeah. fifty cent G unit. It had that type of energy on it. And you know, he patterned himself at the fifty the whole nine. But uh, you know, he's up in there and uh got into a altercation, started shooting blindlessly in the club or in the venue, and he shot himself in the leg Plaxico style. So mm. obviously he's facing attempted murder tra- charges. Cause he got caught on tape uh, with a fire number two shoot. and three. <laughs> My biggest thing about that, obviously, you know, what I'm saying someone lost their life. Absolutely. And uh, you know, the reports. I think Troy's like, I want to say he's like 34 years old. Man, you too old for that shit, bro. I mean, not saying that a 20 year old can get a pass for it, but damn, dude, you 30 some yeah, years you, old, you, you ain't you, here talking a pistol. You gotta be in the past beast. that. Like you got it. <sighs> I'm not condoning it at all, but my thing that I want to like, like you're you're famous in your city. You're famous enough from being a, a you know ten artist. Band, ten bands a show, man. Yeah, like you're famous. He getting it. He get, was getting it. Like you cannot be the guy that does that. Like, where are your henchmen? That's what like that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if, if that's what it's gonna be, and there's no one on the 
on the squad that feels the same way about whatever you feeling. <laughs> for you to be like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. Like, and you're 34. <laughs> it, man, it's just T.I. I feel bad for T.I., man. He can't stay away from the he drama. He always can't. be around that kind of stuff. And it's not even like, like I'm a T.I. fan. Like, like my my mix on Hot 1029 yeah. starts with T. Like, I am a T.I. fan. And T.I., man, I feel like, you know, he's definitely from that street. He, he knows that life. But he also got... 2,000 kids and a family, and he knows what that life is, too. So he, you got to get past that stuff. But T.I. just always seems to, like, be beside it. Man. Yeah, like, be around it. And it's like, he's just trying to do a show in New York. Yeah. <laughs> and all this happens. And caught on tape, you know, I, I woke up to World Star like I normally do and, and, <laughs> and saw that video, and it was just like, and 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 then they even they wasn't even like talking about the Troy. It was just like a shooting in the in the in the club or Ti yeah, concert. Yeah, because Ti is the bigger name, yeah. man. But the and then the person that's done the crime, man. Let's talk. Let's focus on him. He's, He's done. The idiot. Done. Think about this. <laughs> Think about you know Plaxico went to jail for two years for popping himself in the leg with a uh, unlicensed weapon. You know this nigga like gun ain't licensed. And you kill somebody? Yeah. And now you facing attempted murder and charges. You ain't never seen the light of day <laughs> Yo, ever it's again. Over. It's over. Like you, Max B, all them New York niggas. Y'all niggas is in forever, ever. And and Troy Ave used to be in that talk of, you know, the next push for New York. The mm-hmm. next the next bad boy era. Yeah. The next, you know, all that. And it was like I, like I'm not a huge Troy Ave fan, but I've heard a few tracks over the years that I rocked with. Mm-hmm. And for him to be making that decision, man, it's like people don't realize, man. Some of this stuff in the streets and all that, man, it's like one bad day can lead to an extremely bad day. You know, <laughs> like you making these decisions off of just for the. For the likes, for, for the, the likes, yeah, for the for the for fame. The, he ain't gonna it's play me. He, I'm gonna do this for the breezies, all the bras and all that type of stuff. Nah, dude. And you're not you know 16, 17, 18. That's trying to figure out life and thinking they know it all. Like you, 34. You grown. You've been around the block. Like, come on, man. Getting money. <laughs> Going home and hanging with your family. Like, That's it, the move, man. Like, the only thing that would make me feel better about this, the only thing, is if the backstory to who this person shot did something horrible to a family member mm-hmm. or somebody really close to him. That's the only thing that I because the military in me be like, if I had to make a decision like that to, mm-hmm. for my family, like, hey, it, hey, it is what it is. But for you just to be, if it, if it's just like, some 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 weed, some money, some <laughs> if it's if it's on that level, man. We it's got like, we got beef on a record. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah, man. It really reminds me of when when Shine and Puff and J Lo got into their altercation in in the club, and Shine allegedly pulled out a pistol and started shooting in the club. That shit crazy, yo, man. Yeah. That tough guy shit is over, man. That era of hip hop is over, man. Yeah, so shots out to <laughs> shots out to the Kendricks, the J. Coles, and the Drakes, man. For dudes that's just making good music and, you know, shots out to cats that's making party music still. Absolutely. You know, that wanna have a good time. It ain't always gotta be about the most tough guy, man. Like that yeah. tough guy thug rap shit, that shit is dead, man. Like cats need to just go have a good time. At the club, man. I, man that shit. That's what I, and that's one reason why this is a little off the, well, off the subject, but kind of. <laughs> one reason why I haven't made the push like I used to for the clubs in the city to DJ some of the hot events in the city mm-hmm. was just on the simple fact of it's different. Like, this is no shade to Al. Al is killing the game right now. 100%. Al is, Al is, Al is, is, is running the city. But when, I, when me and, and other DJs had our run in the city, it was just it was just different options for the city to come out to. It wasn't so much I don't want to say beef, but it was it was just it was just more. We was younger, living life, had our first little little money, you know, mm-hmm. first job, and it's just it was just different. We had venues that held you know thousand people. You know, we had we had Michaels, we had Cream, you know, and all that, and it was 
every Saturday. You know, I didn't appreciate it because I was, was about to say that it, it was a six hour gig. You know, I'd be there at nine thirty, ten o'clock, and we'd go till four every <laughs> every Friday, Saturday, and it was like people don't realize we're talking two and a half to five minute songs for six hours. Like that's a lot of work. You know, a lot, a lot of a lot of effort, a lot of thought, a lot of skill, all that. So. And when for me, I appreciated it from the fact that I was I was rocking the city, I was you know doing my thing, but I didn't appreciate it because I was always complaining that I had to go do it. <laughs> I always complain unless it was they was bringing somebody or all that. It was just like didn't want to. I mean, literally every Saturday. That's a commitment. <laughs> yeah, like locked in. So now where I where I'm at just as a DJ is like I'm enjoying getting to do events when I want to. I'm enjoying spending more time with my family. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying my my career that I'm in, like DJing for me. At one point, you know, paid the bills. I mean, that's what I lived off of. And mm-hmm. now, the money that I'm making is more than what I was making at that time. But I have also have a career I'm in, so this money helps with planning vacations, with mm-hmm. preparing for this new child, with fun stuff for the family to do. Like it's it, it's a hobby that makes me money, right? And I enjoy it enough. To still chase whatever it's gonna give me, but I'm just in a different space, right? And I feel like you just kind of gotta grow up with DJing. Like you, it's okay to be 30, whatever, and still doing 18, whatever. Like it's cool if you can handle that, but it's also cool to be like, yo, I did this 60th birthday party for this lady, and it was 300 people there having the time of their life. Like that was fun too. Like it's okay to be grown and have different options and different turnups and. For me, man, it's just like I, I'm in a spot where these weddings is 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 man. I got thirteen, fourteen weddings already this year. Got five next year on the books already. Damn, it's like that's the lane I'm in. And for what some of these clubs want to pay the DJ around town, that's another topic that I want to touch on next <laughs> week. By the way, but for what you're making in these clubs, you know, there's a there's an enormous amount of DJs in the city that are dope that mm-hmm. are that are working. That are you know giving the city what they want, and that's dope. But with a wedding, you know I can charge two times, if not two and a half, three times what you're getting, and, and and still be able to you know have a good time. So having a family, having a wife, having about to have three three kids, three daughters, like the clubs ain't even really where I want to be. Right. To keep it all the way a hundred. So <laughs> it's funny you say that. Appreciate the club. You know what I'm saying? Because like you said, have Michaels. Uh, they had First Fridays when it was out at uh, in mm. West Carrollton at that spot. The, uh, what was that called? The, I forget uh, the name of uh, uh, place. Yeah, at the place, place. The place. Uh, at uh, shout to Ron Hunter. Yeah, big big Kerry Ivy. They used to, <laughs> they used to have that. I used to come home from the army for that thing. That was yeah. Whew. You had venues that that capacity was you know five and up. Yeah. Now we don't have those venues. No, you know, and, and it's either the lounges. It's the it's the restaurant turn. Party room, you know, at closing, you know, it's it, it's just different. There's, there's not even a place to go to, like even like the Foundry. I mean, you, you you had a place like that with that dope stage, to do numbers, cages, always packed. I mean, now you try to get the same amount of people in the city that was kicking it, and a good seventy percent of them are still kicking it, <laughs> trying to get them into a spot that holds one hundred and fifty comfortably, mm-hmm. or. Or you got, you know, strip club option, you know, and it's like, those are really all we have right now in the city to, to do something. And it's like, it's, it's it's dope that people are still, you know, getting out, having a good time and, and the events are rocking and, and all that. But it's, it's just, it's just different from when you had, you know, even, even the A-list early or even like the A-list to me was like the transition from like bigger spots to like spots starting to get a little tighter. You know, it was like we started losing spots. The Heat and Hubert Heights, I used to do that. You know, mm-hmm. they used to bring artists there. That was a big spot to a whole lot of people. It's just that's not an option. Yeah, that's Hopefully, not an but option. Dayton's looking up. I know some people, I know some people. Right. And uh, I say about, we've had this talk before, but I'm saying five, 10 years, man. I think it might not be, it's going to be different, but there's going to be some. I heard a rumor from a friend that, uh, People are buying up these buildings downtown to really expand on some some options for the city. Put a, and put with that, like that, and with that brings jobs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Legal jobs. Yeah, absolutely. 
how much time we got? Because I want to say one more thing. Go ahead, do your thing, baby. Did you see that thing about WHIO reporting that Dayton was a number one spot for drug, like cocaine overdose, like overdoses? Yes, yes. That's that boggles my mind when you have cities like LA. You have a huge cities. I think, I, just my personal opinion, but I think that people come to Dayton. Wherever it may be, West Side, East Side, mm-hmm. whatever, to get that stuff, and probably can't wait to do it. <laughs> and they're dying in our cities, so it's making Dayton look crazy. Yeah, but I also I, saw that thing on the news where on seventy five, uh, like Miller Lane, that area mm-hmm. um, is a big drop off point for uh, prostitution and like selling people for sex and all that yeah. type of stuff because it's right there on 75 you can get yeah. 75 you right. take 75 all the way to Miami yeah you know what I'm saying think about everywhere you can stop on 75 you, or can, you stop. can go two miles up the road and yeah. go to California yeah <laughs> down 70 so yeah I mean it's like that's that is perfect, the, the like, crossroads of America yeah, yeah. yeah that's what it's called and it's it's <laughs> it's crazy man yeah. it's sad though that like I don't know, you know, that was from a you know a company that did their own little study, and I don't know how accurate that is, but it just I I don't see how even like Houston or you know just a big a big city somewhere has to be having like you can't tell me that the projects in L.A. or or the Skid Row mm. like. You can't tell me they ain't having more deaths on a on a on a daily basis than Dayton. Like it's hard. It's know, hard. Boss. It's hard to it's hard to compare. I think those numbers, those numbers are brought up off uh, percentage wise from you know what I'm saying the population of the city versus the deaths. So they come with a percentage. Mm. You know, so those uh, Houston's and the LA's are obviously a larger population, right. but. I mean, I, I know my wife, she works at a, uh, she's a case manager for a homeless shelter in town mm-hmm. and she gets to, you know, see both sides of someone who just down on their luck, need a little help, need a little love, need a little push. And you got the ones that just don't care and just, you know, Narcan is a, you know, is a common, common drug of choice to get mm-hmm. people better right. you know, and it's getting used. Like I was in paramedic school before I started at the VA and uh, doing my rides with the paramedics and, and 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 just seeing some of this stuff, man, it's like there'd be times where they giving Narcan three, four, five times a night, you know, from one call to the next. Like people don't realize that paramedic life, man. It 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 it, it changed my life. I was a medic in the army, and that's one side of it. But I mm-hmm. still had that love for it, so I was schooling for it here. My eyes and other conditions, I couldn't really complete it. But the. Uh, Seeing like what they do, man. I I can remember my very first day. I want real quick. Oh, you good? Very first day, first call. A guy out in Fairborn, with Fairborn, out in the Fairborn area, like Enon, whatever that mm-hmm. area is called, Bath Township. I think it is. Shotgun through the through the chin in in his in, in his barn. First call. I get out there. Paramedics walk up. Like, uh, yeah, he's. Call medical control. Like it's over. There's nothing we can do for this guy. It's, it's over. That was my first call. The next Jesus. call, like literally, wait till uh, the coroner's office come or whatever. Get get the body. They finally back on because when they had to kind of stay there. Next call, somebody just wanted to ride to the ER. Bottom line. Next call, child choking. Next call, house fire. Next call, drug overdose. And it was like nonstop, like all day. People that like. Their emergency is like number one, but like these guys had fifteen a day, right? You know, and just so what time was that? Like you was like, oh well, there for me like when what time? Like what what year? Like no, uh, like time of day. Oh, I would do like a pretty much like anywhere from six to eight hour shift, but I had to do you know for put on the class anywhere from sixty to eighty hours in a six week time period. So you had to like schedule it to where you know they only with the class like twice a week. And other days you can go do your you know stuff. So I would ride with Fairborn. I rode with Huber. I rode with Dayton. I rode with all the different areas, Trotwood, and just seeing like how 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 these you know the drug overdose problem in the city is real. Don't get me wrong. It's it's not it's not we're on the list. It ain't just I don't think we're number one, but it, <laughs> it, it's definitely real. But like some people, man, like you don't realize these these guys just fought a fire in a ninety degree day in fire gear 
and then you call because your toe hurt and you want to take you to the ER. Like they kind of like what the fuck, right? <laughs> you know, like, like believe it or not, they're not they're not they're always happy too. to be there. Yeah, yeah, they're not always happy to be there. So then you have like the you know the car crashes. I can remember uh, I was riding with Huber, accident on seventy man. This guy was in, in the in the structure the frame of the car. Like Jesus. it was it, it was bad. And some of like some of the things they deal with seeing seeing I can remember I did a children's run and a child eighteen months SIDS from a daycare, so the mom worked I, I want to say she worked like somewhere in the city and uh, her child was at daycare unresponsive they rush him in who gets stuck doing CPR an eighteen month old me really? they want they want the student to you know interact and, and be a part of it no one wants to do chest compressions bottom line it always goes to the to the the grunt, you know, the bottom bottom guy. So I'm sitting there trying to resuscitate an 18 month old that's been out for 20 minutes. Like, oh. you, like you know the outcome of that, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and the mom gets there, the dad gets there, and like, you you deal with that. Like, damn, I just had to do that, and I I'm just in school. Like, this ain't even real for me yet. And to bring that stuff home and having young kid at the time, it's like, yo, this ain't. <laughs> This ain't this ain't the army being a medic, you know. The army, you know, it's you know, yeah, you know, you got adults. You know what, you know, if you go on the war, you know, kind of what to expect and what's coming. You know, the injuries people are gonna have. You can kind of get a game plan with your docs about what need to be done. Out here in, in the civilian world, you can go from a head blown off to a sprained ankle. I mean, the ranges are infinite. It, it's. I hate to see some of the, I don't want to say, like, I, more so the dumb decisions that people make, mm-hmm. man. Like, you make you make these decisions because you demand on your block or you want to be the hardest guy in your crew. And, like, man, you making decisions, bro, that's, you're, you're done. Your life now, any dreams you had, anything you wanted to do, you're pretty much done. You know, and Absolutely, I hate man. to say that, but that the, the system is set up that way, man. It, it's 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 not forgiving. You not know, forgiving you, at all. You man. might get to come out and see the light of day, but you got that tag on you. You got that, you know, what what you do your past, your past, your past and You you checking yes on that box. Man. And that's a whole nother interview. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, oh, we good on you. We're gonna put your stack exactly. on the left so, side, Playboy. I just I just I just I'm 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 praying for the city, man. I hope y'all get it together, man. I'm that's Absolutely. I'm out the way. <laughs> I'm out the way. I'm going to my mom for this barbecue today. I know that. I know my lane. I know my lane. Watch this game seven with a with a Killians. You know, sure. <laughs> we ain't gonna leave y'all on a somber note. We gonna remind oh, yeah. you about that black tie. <laughs> Absolutely. Smooth transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> June third, man. It's Friday, man. This Friday. Get your tickets. Holler at the plug, Curtis Man. Yeah. You know, if you're in the group, if you're not in the group, just search his name, Curtis Man, on Facebook. Tell him. Tell him. Tell them Kev and Kev sent you yeah, to get them tickets. Yeah, yeah. And shout to the people that's been reaching out, man. That's been that's been showing love to this podcast. Bars and Beyond, what's yeah, happening? It means a lot to us, man. We we we're doing this for us and for y'all, man. We we wanted to commit to something. We wanted to make this fun for us and 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 y'all get to know us on a more personal level. You know, a lot of people know me as the DJ, and a lot of people know you as the radio guy. So yes, it's, sir. So it's cool that that Kevin Kev get to come together and. uh you can't make this shit up, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You cannot at all, man. It's a it's a great feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like you were talking about before, before we even did this, you know, we were talking about something that you could commit to and yeah. get into a routine. And yeah. I'm big on routine. I like to yeah. do uh have a plan for my day and know what I'm getting into and uh to know that, you know, we do this podcast and to be hype about it. We're yeah. like, oh, every, you every do tech text each yeah. other, like, oh yeah, that's definitely a topic. We gotta talk about that. It's so, so it's so bad now. We 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 have a full blown like like Really like thoughtful message, like bruh, this is the response back is always topic. <laughs> topic. It's like, it's like you right, I'm gonna say that for Sunday. You know, like, it. <laughs> write so, it down, don't forget. Right. So Man, you can't make this shit up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. We'll be back next week with a recap of the black tie. Yeah, go Cavs. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>